Hello and welcome back to Green Clouds Don't Fly for another episode and we're here in the sweltering hot green room cafe and here's B along with me. Hello, yes, and we should have really met in an ice cream shop. Yeah, or inside an ice cream freezer, I think, the way it's been here in old UK shower. <laughs> it's been very hot. But I have to say, I did um, that freezer thing. It's not such a bad idea. You know, it's so hot. Mm. So I, my cat is all black and fluffy. Mm. Yeah. And um, so when, I, when it comes to feeding time, I open a fridge and open a freezer. And, and what, say, help um, yourself? <laughs> No, I just feed him in front of the freezer. <laughs> so the freezer is open and the cold air comes out and I feed yeah. him in front of it. Is that for your benefit or his? It sounds for, like, both, doesn't it? Pardon? Say that again? Is that for your benefit or his? It sounds like it might be for both your benefits. Well, it's for his. You really. see, when, he, when you said, and I opened the door with the freezer, I thought you said, to, well, fill your boots, what do you fancy? You're giving him a choice. <laughs> oh, no, sausages. <laughs> It'll all be frozen, wouldn't it? Of course, yeah. That's, that's true. <laughs> yeah, actually. Oh, yeah, I was thinking of the fridge. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Free. Yes, the freezer. Yeah, there is a difference, isn't it? <laughs> so I followed him around, and I followed him around the garden with a parasol and a nice pack. <laughs> <laughs> you see in his face, he's like, oh, for God's sake, leave me alone. <laughs> yeah, he's a cat. He's probably used to these things. He's probably somewhere down in his DNA. He can probably handle it. Man, you do, pets do get very hot in this weather, don't they? Yeah, yeah, I don't know how... Um, I mean, he was fine, he just laid, laid low yeah. uh, in the gr- cool grass, and um, he was fine in the end, but you do worry, don't you? Oh, you so do. I followed him around with a nice parasol. <laughs> Expect the neighbours nudging each other. Look, she's out there again. There she is again. <laughs> <laughs> well, they probably wouldn't be that surprised, but... Uh, yeah. My neighbours are just as mad. My, my next-door neighbour... Have I told you this? My next-door neighbour, he yodels through my letterbox. He opens my letterbox and he goes, yodel, yodel, yodel. <laughs> I was going to say that should be the other way about, shouldn't it? I know. But you sort of sit having dinner and suddenly you hear this yodelling. I stopped I stop reacting to it. So it's, yeah. <laughs> you sort of put some screws in your letterbox. Put it onto the electricity, you know. Yeah. Connect it to the man. Yeah, two probes on the end yet. of it. I'll just... I'll just yield the through bees. <laughs> <laughs> the bloke oh. with the freezy hair. Yeah, that's right, yeah. Uh, instant perm. <laughs> oh, Brian's here. Brian's here today. We didn't have him last week. No, he's, he's back here. with us. He's back with us, yeah. He's, and, uh, um, what was he doing? Getting he was coffee. Pl- he was uh, last some, week, I can't remember. Was some he just part- hot? No, he was, had no trousers, wasn't he? That was, was it. Something, was he sharing something, trousers? He was probably sharing trousers with Gerald, if Gerald's there still. God help him if he is. Didn't Gerald have his trousers or something? I can't I remember. So. Probably, probably, yeah. They probably share trousers. <laughs> but he's just getting coffee. Whoa, there he's coming with his coffee. Ah, hello. Sorry about last week, but I had a job. A paying job. That is. One must turn to live. I can't get by on what you two don't pay me. Well, then we definitely don't need to pay you, do we? If you're getting money elsewhere. Exactly. You can put this on your CV. That's money in the bank, Brian. Right. I'm doing my director bit. So start now, if you please. As I'm in a hurry and this heat is beastly. Ooh.
chapter eight, and it's got a title, and the title is a bit um, long. It's uh-huh. called Frank Pence Doesn't Mind Being the Bearer of Bad News. Well. Do you think they're going to get bad news? Might do. <laughs> based on that, based on the clues so far, it could do. That's a fine chapter title. A bit of a giveaway, but yeah, yes. Well, let's see what it is then. Right, here we go. King Titus is sitting on a spinning bike, pedalling at high speeds, puffing and sweating. His arse must get tighter. <laughs> on the handlebar of his bike hangs a basket. Inside the basket sleeps a tiny dragon baby, curled up, cute. Aww. <laughs> Aww, a dragon baby. Aww. The door to the king's personal gym opens. Oh, who's in now? Frank Pence walks in, carrying a towel and a water bottle. Ah, yes, the king remembers. He has called for him. Situation report. Now, Frank, now. King Titus stops pedalling, but stays seated on the bike. Frank Pence passes the king the towel. My lord, our enemy is making progress in the east, but only slowly, look you. However, I must inform you that they are actually... Why so slow? The king wipes the sweat from his face with a towel. The longer this takes, the more it will cost me. Holographia must be mine and pronto. I'm paying for this war. Why is it taking this long? Because there's only one yellow disruptor gun for an entire army, my lord. I did tell you that one single gun isn't enough for an entire war. Frank Pence puffs the water bottle to the king. It's tap water. As ordered... Well, he's cheap, isn't he? Yeah, tap, tap water. water. Yeah, you should have None a bottle of... sports of drinks or anything. <laughs> yeah, sports drinks. Yeah, that's that's a way of charging exorbitant amounts of money for water, isn't it? You know, this new isotonic sports drink, £7.90 of, you know, half a litre or something like that. Exactly, and lots of food <laughs> colouring in it. Yeah, that's yeah. really going to be Yeah, it's going to be good for you. Oh. I remember one time going to the gym, some bloke, I said, you know, what should I bring? You know, isotonic drinks. He went, drink water, mate, he said. He said, the rest is a load of crap. <laughs> Which is quite right. It's tap water, as ordered. Frank Pence brings the king everything as ordered. For now. Thank you, Frank. The king takes a sip. All right, get more guns. But not too many. They're expensive. And then send them to the forces in Holographia. Very well, my lord. But there's one other small problem. What's that? King Tartar... King Tartars? King Titars. Glugs. More water. Well, your forces aren't actually in holographia. The king spits out the water. Why not? And where are they? The water lands on the dragon baby's head. The baby looks up, sleepily. Well, see, Paco the destination's clock keyed in the wrong coordinates, my lord. Your soldiers are in Fartopia. What did he say? Fartopia? Fartopia. Damn this, Paco. <laughs> Why did he make such a mistake? Keying in a few numbers into a keypad isn't exactly hard. The dragon baby is fully awake and scrabbling about in the basket. Cheap labour, my lord, see. The operators who man the fast hole on our side are seasonal workers, not trained technicians. Spanish slaves, actually. <laughs> the ones you brought back home from your trip to Marbella. The dragon baby starts chewing the rim off the basket. The king cuddles the baby's nose. The baby sneezes so hard, flames shoot out of its nostrils. 
So my entire army is in Fartopia? I'm afraid so. I've only just been told, though. The basket starts smouldering. How much will it cost me to get them to Holographia? Well, first we have to transport them back here before we can get them... Oh, hang on. Well, first we have to transport them back here before we can send them on. I'm guessing it'll cost 500,000 blaggings. And that's a conservative estimate. 400,000 blaggings if we offer cash in hand. Curses! Get that down to two. In the basket, small flames lick upwards. The dragon baby starts crying. Oh, little baby. What's it going to do? This is a bit like Game of Thrones with dragon babies. You know, if you've never... Yeah, I think I've got the drop on you. I've, I've watched Game of Thrones from start to finish. Starts well, off with... Yeah. It. Well, it starts off with... Well, it doesn't start off, but as, as plot unfolds, Khaleesi, or the sort of... Uh, <laughs> she's a queen, ends up sort of saving... Dragons are meant to be extinct, but she saves three eggs. Anyway, they hatch. Oh. So this, oh. this obviously our dragon baby is just post-egg stage then, isn't it? Yeah, it looks that way. But um, the basket is on fire. Why does he have a basket in a stationary basket? Never mind. Well, it's the like basket one of those... is on fire, and nobody seems to react to that. Well, it sounds like, it's like a, he's got like a bike, like a Mary Poppins bike, hasn't he, with a little wicker yeah. basket on the front of it? <laughs> What's he keeping there? The baby, clearly. Yeah, it must be. The oh, dragon dear. baby, and now it's on fire. <laughs> well, um, so give me that line again. I've forgotten it. The dragon baby starts crying. I will do, my lord. Actually, get that down to nothing. The king tips the entire bottle of water onto the fire in the basket. <laughs> Fwish. Fwish. Now there's a word. Fwish. Well, it makes that noise, doesn't it? It actually. does. It's brilliant. Well, a great onomatopoeia, whoever wrote this. Fwish. <laughs> I mean, yeah, like my fwish with chips, but still nice. <laughs> Management can pay for it out of their own pockets. They're ultimately responsible for the mistake. I shall tell them, my lord, although I doubt they'll be best pleased. Well, that'll teach them and punish the Spaniard. Paco, all Spaniards, all the Pacos. Get two Blargogs, not the good ones. Have them shredded by the Blargogs. The Spaniards, I mean, but not Sanchez. Sanchez <laughs> is a good man. An ugly bastard with a thick accent, but a talented man. He might become useful. Well, I will do. But before I go, I have to give you more bad news, my lord. Go on. I can take it. I'm a big boy. Well, a group of questers is on their way here. Do I need to tremble? The king puts the empty water bottle in the basket next to the dragon baby. The dragon baby curls up for a snooze. Maybe, or maybe not. A spy tells us a bit hopeless. They didn't defeat King Flodars. That doesn't mean much about their talents. He was hopeless. King Titar starts peddling again, slowly. What do they want? Well, apparently, they're after your omelet. Omelet. <laughs> a three-egg omelet. Omelet. <laughs> <A> three <egg laughs> omelet. They want your omelet, sir. Yeah, om- omelet. What are you going to have with your omelet? Well, I'll have, uh, well, I don't know, I'll have a glad glass of Chardonnay, thanks very much. <laughs> right, I get it again. Apparently, they're after a, <laughs> Apparently, they're after your omelet. The king raises an eyebrow. The amulet of Snorker? The one around my neck? <laughs> yes, my lord. Why? To place it to the hole in the toad. <laughs> <laughs> what in Glambit's name is that? He's now puffing. The toad is a stone sculpture. It's on the lake of the seven agonies of Holographia. A sculpture? On a lake? 
and sweating. Right now he's so hot he'd quite fancy a dip in a lake. Technically it's on an island. Well, a lily pad actually, which is on a plinth, which is on a concrete platform, which is at the shore of the tiny island, which is on the Lake of the Seven Agonies, which is, which is running me out of breath, which is on a bigger island, which is in a sea between two continents on Oligrafia, a bit like an island on a lake, a bit like an island on a lake on the Azores, actually, if you follow me. Frank? Yes, my lord? Fuck the details. <laughs> Very well, my lord. Just tell me about the toad sculpture. The dragon baby is now snoring. Very well. Well, it's like I said. It's a sculpture of a toad. The toad has a hole in its head, placing the amulet of snorker in the hole, then filling the hole up with homemade beef gravy will start up the holographic projection. A puzzle, to be precise. Fucking <laughs> 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 like cookery programme, isn't yeah, it? <laughs> I'll have some of that. A puzzle? What puzzle? The king looks puzzled. Well, more of a question, really. Oh, for Glambit's sake, get on with your tale. How many days in a row can you play golf before your wife threatens to divorce you? Are you asking me, or is that the puzzle question? It's a puzzle question. King Titus pedals harder. It's a stupid puzzle question. Yes, it may be, my lord, but it keeps the balance of the universe in... Well, in balance. If the puzzle is open and remains unsolved for more than a minute... The universe will dissolve and everything in it. That's not good, is it? No, not really, my lord. The king stops cycling again. Why do they want to solve the puzzle? They have their reasons. He stares at Frank Pence, which are? I won't bore you with that, my lord. Why not? Because you told me to fuck with details, so let's just say it's important they don't ever place the toad in the hole. So what do you suggest we do, Frank? To monitor the situation closely. The questers will come here, and when they do, we're ready. Good. And send Sanchez to infiltrate the gang of... Chesters. Questers, my lord, questers. Frank. Yes, my lord. I know what to do with the details. The king gets off the bike, unhooks the basket, and goes for a shower. Getting an even tighter arse is hard work. And... Cut. And that's the end of that chapter. (laughs) It'll have to do, I suppose. Well, there we go. I think we should really um, do a glossary and explain a few terms for our American. Might be an idea. Might be. Snorkers, for example. <laughs> snorkers. <laughs> Would you like to explain a snorker, please? Well, snorker is a slang word here for a sausage. So, you know, like a, a verst or something like that, or a sausage, or a very popular with fry ups, mash. Snorker. That sort of thing. I don't know where the word comes from, actually, snorkers. No, is that a northern expression? I don't honestly know. I only ever heard it, you know, when I came here, and I haven't got a clue where it comes from. Snorker. A friend of ours used the word snorker, and, uh, but he was sort of from Essex. Hang on a sec. Well, by the magic of modern technology, we've just looked it up, haven't we? And we it, well, you did. <laughs> yeah, I did, yeah. <laughs> and it turns out it comes from probably the Royal Navy uh, and snorker was a reference in the 19th century to a young pig, a piglet. And, of course, most sausages used to be, before they got all highfalutin, just pork sausages. So there you are, snorkers. That's one. And then, related, toad in the hole. Do you want to tell them what toad in the hole is, B? Well, actually, that's something when I came over to the UK and I just could not understand 
um, no. the point of it. I still can't. It's a dish, and it's basically a big pastry. It's pastry, right? Yeah, it's big batter, a big batter pastry thing. Yeah. Yeah, and you just put sausages on top. Well, not on yeah. top inside. Yeah. It's like a, it's like a, it becomes like a bowl of pastry, <laughs> basically, and With you put sausages. a sausage in it. Yeah. And you just pour a load of gravy on it. Yeah, and it's you know it's a delicacy. Uh, it's you know um, like all, like all British early cuisine before we sort of got uh, you know infested with all this uh, Europeans, Europeans, <laughs> and and the Indians and Chinese and Thai and everything like that. Our pastry was fucking diabolical. Sorry, our cooking was diabolical. Very diabolical. It was you know it was a joke. It was a bit of the joke cooking of the world, and not very healthy. And everything was just sort of plunked on a plate and go on eat that. <laughs> yes. But, see, I never understood the toad in a hole. It's like, why? Yeah, it's, it's but it's quite nice. It's just a big mess, isn't it? I haven't said that's quite nice, though. If you get it's a good a one. It's a big mess. And you can probably go to somewhere like Gordon Ramsay's and get it, you know, or a very refined version of it for about 40 quid a plate or something. I shouldn't wonder. Well, no, it doesn't sell it. No. No, well, you it's know just, me. No. Give me a curry every day. I'll have a curry exactly. every day. Curry's a curry's all day. Now, was there anything else? Um... No, I think that was it. No, I think that was it, wasn't it? That was it. So that's two... Uh, two things you've learned. Yeah, two things you've learned, if nothing else. And now... Oh, look, he's oh, looking fidgety. He's looking uh, fidgety. Uh, uh, oh, he's fidgeting. Hang on a minute. And now, we come to the bit everyone listens to. My bit. Your Stars By Mystic Brian This week I have done a chart for another listener. It's you, Seamus, from Dublin. Top of the morning to you me fine bucko. And sure the rest of the day to yourself. Plucky, playful, Pluto is in mischievous mood. So be wary of unexpected pranks popping up all over the place. The recent Perseids meteor shower has unbalanced the solar system and we may soon see heightened alien activity. Cloud patterns over the Tropic of Capricorn could spell important developments in your work life. So as not to be caught napping and lose out to a colleague, be sure to have your passport up to date in case of the need for immediate travel. You wouldn't want five years of bum-licking to get flushed down the lav, now would you? Your lucky bicycle is the chopper. And your lucky shipping forecast area is German Bite. With North Ut Sierra. A very close second. Well, thank you, Brian, as ever. Very, very mysterious and very interesting, but uh, we're insightful. Uh, insightful, yeah. <laughs> I can just imagine all our listeners, you know, uh, if I could remember how to speak without stopping every two seconds. I can just imagine all our listeners wrapped listening to the speakers thinking, I have to go do out you know, and do I, that. Actually, I wonder whether um, any of it has ever come true. You know, we've been reading out a few horoscopes now. Yeah. Um, I wonder if anybody ever met that dog called Patch. <laughs> yeah, they might if they did. I mean, I think if you if you, sp- you spread enough shit out there, something happens. You know, they have. It'll happen to someone. So, 
Oh, we'd have to do if it's your birthday because that's what they used to have in the papers years ago. If it's your birthday, you had a special birthday reading, didn't you? Oh yeah. Equally as sort of multi-purpose as all the rest of it was. <laughs> Reminds me of those uh, clairvoyants. Is there a Dave in the room? There will be. Silence. Somebody with a D. <laughs> yeah, silence. It has to be a D. It might be a anyone, Derek. Anyone with two legs. Yeah. Me. <laughs> Process of elimination. Anyway, we're gabbling. We're gabbling and talking gabbling. drivel again, aren't we? Yes, I'm going to go go home and um, not cook toad in a hole. No, well, I'm, I'm not going to cook snorkers. I'm going to have something else. But... You know, it's been in the liking. Oh, God, I can't speak. It's always trying to get... We're trying to get out of here. We can't speak. I can't speak. Uh, as ever, it's been enlightening, scintillating, yes. and yes. Uh, thought-provoking, hasn't it? Yeah, that time's boring. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oftentimes boring. So, uh, it's mildly disturbing and occasionally confusing. Right, let's so. go. <laughs> well, I think it is time to get out of here. So without further ado, I'll see you next week. Till next week. Bye. Thank you.